0: You are tuned in to the Lemonade Society podcast. Hi, my loves! Welcome and welcome back to another episode of the Lemonade Society podcast. I'm your host, Anidora. To everyone who reached out to me, thank you very much. You guys really were able to encourage me, and I'm back. I'm not taking any break yet. Um, And I find it very pleasurable and very nice because the point of this podcast is actually to give encouragement and to give new perspective and to equally let everyone who listens know that they will be fine. Really, that's like the grand thing is we're all in this together, even though it feels like we're all in this alone. It's not true. Everyone has gone through what it is that you are feeling, the emotions you're feeling, someone else is feeling those things. If you ask questions a lot of times it's very you know you're going to get a you're going to get a relatable feedback there's someone who understands just how you're feeling and that's what this episode is just no not the episode the podcast in itself is just to be like an encouragement anchor to let people know that you know adulting might be wild but you will be fine um so it's mental health awareness month uh i wanted to actually talk in depthly about mental health and how a lot of times we ignore it but i may not be able to do that right now i'm equally going to do something else and maybe next week we can talk about something off that line or in that line but right now to be honest with you guys i'm not doing so good and i'm not doing so good because i once had a very horrible work experience and i'm feeling as though right now it's happening all over again see sometimes because we ignore the mental or because when people tell us well you know you you can't really grasp your mental health or mental illnesses you can't hold it you can't point at it you can't touch it it's just something that is internal it's something you feel it comes with being undermined or experiencing a traumatic event or stress or being told that you're not good enough or being made to feel like you're not good enough or being made to question your worth it's a thing that happens and it's very real before you know it you don't have the zeal to read and this is you who enjoys reading you don't have the zeal to make music you don't have the zeal to do the things that you normally would enjoy doing because now based off of feedback maybe from the people that you're working with or working for you've been made to feel like you don't really matter and your role is minuscule or your role is insignificant let me use that your role is insignificant this could happen in friendships it could happen in work environments it could happen in relationships it could happen at any point in time it can happen in a family system which it does happen where you're made to feel like you don't really matter and the side effects of all of these things are you begin to apologize a lot for your emotions. You begin to apologize for your reactions. Listen, if water is hot, it's very normal if hot water touches you to shout or to, you know, react. Your reaction isn't something you should necessarily apologize for, but you could work on it. And I'm speaking on this, but I'm speaking on this because of anger that sometimes you you know it makes you make decisions that are very rash but you shouldn't have to apologize for your emotions or how you feel if something made you angry it made you angry if something made you upset it made you upset if something filled you with sadness or filled you with anxiety it did that acknowledge those emotions because the more you ignore those emotions the more you are telling yourself that yes these people are actually right and i do not matter my role is insignificant i'm being a crybaby i'm being dramatic whereas you're just reacting to whatever it is that has been put down whether it's friends ignoring you or putting you aside or intentionally leaving you out of things whether it's your work undermining you or undervaluing you saying that the work you do is very easy and you know anybody can do your job Whether it's having wild expectations for you at the workspace, knowing fully well that those expectations aren't really backed up with the support that you need to actually make those things happen. Whether it's in a relationship where you're giving your all and the other person just doesn't seem to acknowledge it, especially if you've brought it up before. Whether it's in a Home environment it's very easy to like go through mental disorder and not even know you could be bi- bipolar and not even know you could be depressed and keep ignoring it all you know is that you're always sad you don't have a lot of energy for the things that you love anymore it's it really is part of the thing that kind of deteriorates the quality of life that you live or it makes it feel even worse Um, I want to speak about horrible bosses or being in a horrible workspace i may not be able to this episode i may not be able to give you like a conclusion but it's very important with work to be very sure of the type of people you want to work with i think it's a standard that should be set So, if you tell yourself you want to work with people who communicate effectively put that once you notice that effective communication is not a priority where you're working at and you know that communication is very important to make what you do work you might want to put that i think even just with relationships and with friendships we should have standards when it comes to working even though some of these standards might be bulldozed over by companies or by organizations that are just looking for modern day slaves that they can pay a minimum wage it's a thing that and i think it's the worst thing especially when you know the company can actually pay you your value pay you for your time i once worked with this person who every time i would give an idea about how we could progress or how we could move forward they would push it aside and then I would think oh maybe it wasn't a good idea only for three days after or four days after or a week after it would be brought up as their own idea and it would be my idea that has been packaged from another person most likely the director the main person I was working with and he would give these ideas like they were his original idea it made me feel very annoyed never have I It was at that workspace I realized that you can be gaslit at work. It was at this workspace that I realized that you could be manipulated. You know, we had an agreement. It was a gentleman's agreement, which, by the way, never followed through. But I have had people breach their contracts, which, you know, now I'm thinking, like, what exactly? Maybe it doesn't really matter. And I've heard people say that the best thing to actually use to protect yourself is to require a 70% first pay and then 30% percent pay after you've worked um just to protect you because a lot of times when it comes to jobs especially these modern day jobs that people are still not understanding of maybe a product manager maybe a designer maybe a content curator maybe a social media manager maybe a community manager these are roles that are still very new in a lot of countries and lots of spaces so a lot of times people look at it like it's not just to take pictures and post it's not just to write caption and post even though they don't know how to do it <laughs> they seem to undermine it even though they look at like it's not just to manage production get everybody to do their meetings it's not that hard i don't know when we started the creating anyways that's by the way it is your own responsibility to look after yourself and to be very aware of it But I do sometimes think about, you know, if you feel that if you start getting hyper aware, there's a huge possibility that it becomes hard for you to settle in an environment that is less chaotic. See, I started working at somewhere that's really cool. There's a lot of communication. There's a lot of understanding. There's a lot of teamwork. And I love that so much. It's my least paying job. But I love it so much because that teamwork thing, it makes you feel like you are valued. When you give ideas, it's recognized and it's, you know, you get a pat on the back. You may never have used your ideas, but you get a pat on the back and you get a, wow, that's a really good idea. There's nothing like when you are appreciated for doing your own part or for contributing. It really goes a long way. It makes me feel like just an angel. (laughs) But... Um, I have had horrible work experiences. And because I've had horrible work experiences, that's why I value really good work environments. Really good work environments allow for teamwork, allow for healthy work-life balance. A lot of times, you, if you've ever worked with a person, like an individual, a lot of times they assume that they take advantage of like your work and your life. They expect you to be at their beck and call. They expect you to leave everything you're doing. Whole time, they're paying you some measly amount of money. Whole time, they are not recognizing the efforts that you are putting into play. Whole time, they are just simply taking advantage of you and you are letting them. I've seen people who have said they have quit their jobs to start other things. These other things that they have started, it came with its own headache nothing in this life will not come with its own headache especially when you're working towards something you're going to have ups and downs but they've appreciated the ups and the downs better than when it was with someone else who was maybe making them feel even worse when they were putting in their absolute best i think a lot of times it's it goes without saying that we want to actually put in the work especially when you're working with a person or you're working with a team you don't want to be the one slacking off so it's normal if anyone is not able to actually put in their best it's most likely because they are going through something or they are going yeah they're going through something or they really just don't care but that's very unlikely a lot of times people actually do care and people do care to put in their best people do care to do the best that they can do with the little that they've um, with the little that they've, they have as able. Sorry, my mind kind of like went off. And before you know it, you who came into an organization filled with life, filled with so much energy, filled with so much passion, you begin to lose that passion. You begin to lose that energy. You start to doubt yourself. You start to be resistant. You find yourself procrastinating your job, or procrastinating your responsibilities because you really do not want to have to deal with it. I think bosses or people that are in um, leadership roles do not understand just how important a person's mental health is to the production of their work. Ignoring a person or not being able to communicate effectively, not being able to give proper feedback can be very, very upsetting and can equally hinder or deter your productivity. See, I've worked with people, or I'm currently working with a person who, if they don't like something, they won't reach out and say, okay, this we're not okay with, and that's because my job is remote. They won't reach out. They just let it fester, and I keep doing the same thing over and over again while doubting it. And then when I ask, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's not okay. Let's have it this other way. I think it's very important especially for work to happen especially with remote work communication needs to be very noted I hope I can actually get someone one day to speak on this right now it feels like I'm ranting but it does happen that you are in a work environment and you give your everything and they kind of undermine it and that's really what makes a horrible boss a horrible boss is them undermining that you are a human being who is working with them They love this. You're working for me. And that's not really the case. Most times you're working with a person because as much as you are leadership role, or you're in this role, it's not necessarily. It's to ease the amount of responsibility that you as the owner or you as the CEO will have. But it's not to remove it. It's not my business. I'm not passionate about this. I do not have the same vision that you have. I do not have the same goal that you have the least you could do is work with the people and you realize that a lot of times when the head of the organization or when the people in leadership roles work with other people it tends to create a very proper work environment it tends to allow healthy work-life balance it's more than just well you know just work hard just work hard there's no time to play nobody's is talking about playing. We're talking about having a healthy life balance, work and life. You need to find the balance for that, because you're not working to. You know, time will pass, and when time passes, what happens? You can't get those those time back. You really cannot. So a lot of times, work life balance is just you being able to say, okay, this is my time. I clock in at this time, and once it's that time, I'm out. I'm done. And them having respects for that realizing that you are a human being who has your own thing I'm currently working with someone and I think somehow if not that I'm very strict on that I do not answer anything past 8 p.m. once it's 8 9 10 I don't answer anything it has to wait till the next morning by 8 a.m. because if I do not do that you will find out that they will take you for filth and they will expect you to even move into their house with them and do the work for them i cannot do the work for you i'm doing my own role and that's all i can do really i feel like this episode ended up being a rant but it's just a thing that i've you know mental health in the workspace tends to be taken advantage of because it's like yeah why do you want appreciation why do you want a pat on the back why do you want someone to communicate with you all the time or answer your questions when you have those questions like you're supposed to just read their minds and just know what to do the expectations we have for you even though we're paying you peanuts you should reach and do even more and do even better which you know a lot of people actually quit jobs that they really like or careers that they really like because of the fact that it's heavily undermined or the expectations that come with the job role is too much see as a person who is currently working in the social media management role you're expected to know how to do graphics design you're expected to know how to do videography you're expected to know how to do content creation you're expected to know how to do calendars you're expected to know how to do strategies it's an expectation it's now and i'm working at this new place i'm realizing that a lot of those other roles are outsourced because they are actually different they're actually jobs like a graphics designer is an actual role on its own a videographer it's an actual role on its own a content like all these are roles on their own <laughs> but you're being expected to do all of that and for a McGurphy, so it is gets it is quite upsetting. by the way, if you've dealt with like a horrible boss or a boss that just did not want to pay you for your time or for your worth, let me know how that was. you know there's sometimes when a person is just actually stingy and I once worked with this person who she needed a makeup artist, right So she sent me the makeup artist that she wanted. This makeup artist says that they are charging seventy thousand per day if they're going to sacrifice a whole week to work with her and i was able to you know hit up another makeup artist that she has worked with before in the past and that person says they'll do it for a subsidized fee of 50,000 mind you especially with makeup artists or with um a tailor especially with all of these people people that are in the creative space really it's very easy for people to undermine your work Anyways, this person that she's worked with before says they will do the job for 50K. You know what she says? She's like telling me this person's work isn't even that good that she's charging 50,000. And I'm looking at her like it's not just about whether or not you think their work is good, it's about the time, it's about all the clients that she's about to lose out on working with you for an entire week. An entire week (laughs) is about all of those clients if she teaches people it's about the knowledge that they are going to miss out on for that whole week there's so much more to it and especially right now with the way that the money you know the dollar rate and everything the economy isn't so good it's understandable why a person who you worked with two years ago their rates has already increased. Now, I noticed she didn't say any of this for the initial makeup artist that she wanted, but she had a lot to say for this person that she had worked with before. It goes to show that, you know, people don't really value your time or value what you say is your worth. And I will always be a big pioneer of go somewhere else. Another person will pay for this. Especially when you peep it on time. I, right now normally the time frame of being in a company is two years before you leave two years in that two years time you deal with you know you're expected to like grow as an individual grow as a person in that work environment but if you feel that you are being taken advantage of honestly your first thing to do is especially because i know conversations rarely ever work but you can try you can try to table down all your performances you know how well you've been doing the things that you've been doing and say this is why considering that you know this is the actual rates that you people in your field receive you would like for your salary or you would like for your worth you know your money to be either looked into or you know reconsidered for an increase or for something you know just Amounts that is going to actually make you feel very motivated to do a really good job and to show up all the time because we can't lie and act like money or appreciation you know all of these there are wages that make you feel motivated to do things when you're in a family environment you know your parents appreciation or your siblings appreciation it kind of motivates you to do things for them When you're in a relationship, your partner's happiness or your partner's appreciation or your partner's acknowledging you, your partner may be bragging on you. That's the wage. It makes you feel good to do the things that you're doing. Them spoiling you, it makes you feel good to do the things that you are doing or make you even want to do more. And with work, money, money is the wage. Money is the motivator. Money is the thing that makes you want to do more work. That makes you want to putting your best not necessarily do more work because you know why (laughs) so i find it very annoying when people undermine their staff and people undermine the people they work with and it's even worse when you can't really speak on it because there's other people in that environment that believe that it's okay for them to be taken advantage of i think that's even worse When you're with a person who, they literally do not even have their own social life because of the people they work with. They don't have their own lives because of the people they work with. It's a thing that happens. It's a very horrible thing because you sort of lose yourself. And, you know, they don't even realize that they've lost themselves. They think at some point they will get a reward for it. I've witnessed families being broken apart because of the work environment that one person was in, because the other person or someone couldn't stand up for themselves or couldn't make decisions for themselves, things like that. So it's just a thing. Your work can somewhat seep into your real life and affect it, and you don't even realize it. So. I just really wanted to, it it sounds more like a rant this entire episode where i'm just ranting about horrible bosses but i will say that at the end of the day what really can help you with the horrible boss is firstly effective communication secondly tabling down all your roles and the things that are expected of you the expectation as well because a lot of times they feel like if they don't if you don't meet up with an expectation you don't deserve the money but you do have to break down everything explain why this and that effective communication goes a long way too and then a contract that is respected and right now depending on your experiences you will have to decide what that contract is going to look like okay but do not be afraid to walk out on a job that doesn't value you or that stresses you beyond the way you're it's normal to be stressed when you're working for someone or working with a person it's normal especially when the results you expect are not the results that you get so it's very normal but it will stress you even further if you keep on being there and excusing all of that and allowing them undermine everything that you do there's things that are beyond your control and things that are actually in your control so when the things that are beyond your control are looked at as things that should be in your control and it's an expectation that they have placed on you, it inevitably it's going to make you feel a lot of self-doubt. You're going to question if truly you're good at what you're doing, if maybe you're wasting your time, things like that. I think it's very important to, just the same way with relationships, it's very important to have the standards that you hold there because the truth is someone will pay you for your value someone will there is a lie (laughs) someone will and i say that because a lot of time people are always like well this place is still okay Mm -mm. if they are doing the absolute most for little someone else will do the absolute most to match your absolute most and that's just the truth and sometimes it might actually be an indicator that you are not living in the line that you want to be living in and it's time for you to take a chance on your own self and do your own work for yourself and leave okay that's an actual thing so that brings me to the end of this episode i really hope that you were entertained i feel like i just ranted about my horrible work experiences and how they've affected my productivity or affected me personally emotionally just things like that um do follow The podcast is available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. You guys do leave ratings, okay? Because if you leave ratings or if you rate my podcast, it makes it visible for other people. So rate the podcast, share it with your friends. Um, Like I said, I'm still working on my delivery and my communication style and how I actually put out these episodes. I feel like a lot of times I sidetrack, I start to talk about something else but I'm working on that. Um, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Do not forget to follow the Lemonade Society pod on Instagram. Thank you guys for being here. I'm glad to be here too. So I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!